The story so far. Reality breaks. Frayed seams begin to appear crisscrossing the space. It's all going wrong, but I really think you all can help. Yeah, we need to rescue our friends as a, yeah. as a matter of priority. More Absolutely. Important. You can play the roles of all the different versions of you that you've been, and some of those might have skills. Your friends are definitely prisoners aboard this vessel now. Yeah. This cargo hold has become a corral. <laughs> there is a range of saddled horses. Josh and Dave get captured. You think you can see a monstrous robotic form looming over Josh. It has a metallic scorpion sting, and it seems to be trying to clamp it onto some part of his head or neck. Easy, girl. Easy, Lily. Please, please. Life's a game. The world a stage and we're all merely players. Let's just see what Ellie and Alex are doing. Okay. In the meantime, with your cargo hold full of horses. <laughs> Myriad horses and weapons. I've untied all the horses. I've mounted one of the horses. I have my lasso in hand. We're ready to go. Cool. I'm not going to get on the horses because <clears throat> I do not know how to ride a horse. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. But I could either get on the back of your horse. You, or you could make a shadow horse. Now that sounds like a much better fucking option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to follow suit, but make a jet black horse, kind of shadowy, billowy, coming out of the hooves. Roll uh, plus soul. Okay. Uh, you have shadow pets. I'm uh, not defending anyone, not defending so it's just plus two. Yeah, ten. Ten. Nice. I'm going <laughs> to absorb some more of the um, shadows from around me, and I create a stallion underneath me, and it sort of lifts me up as uh, I have Tilly in the papoose in front of me and uh, I hold the, the grenade launcher <laughs> as well. You've also got the sniper rifle on the back. Well, we've got I've got a vague idea of... Oh, wait, can I remember, like, the blueprint and stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So I have a vague idea of the layout and we're headed to the brig um, and we're not being... Like, we're just going to charge it because mm-hmm. what's the point? We don't know what their rotor is. We don't know what their patrol map is. We're just going to have to go for it. Uh, do you go side by side or are you going to take different paths? Oh, I think we're going to stick together. Stick yeah. together, yeah. Okay. I'm going to throw shadows up in front of us so we mm-hmm. have like obscure obscurity and every time we turn a corner, I'm just going to kick out another grenade. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe not when we get closer to the brick though because oh, yeah. we don't want to blow up that. Yeah. Uh, so you charge the horse's mm. hooves, ring sparks off the metal gangways. It's very loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Silent. <laughs> yes. And you ride down the corridor and come across a patrol of two cyborg warriors. Uh, You can see that one of them, his whole head, or its whole head, is uh, robotic, and it just has a a big black screen for a face, even Wally style. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the screen is just showing that fluctuating, rotating geometric symbol of the malevolent AI that Dave brought into the Mm -hmm. setting. Dave. (laughs) (laughs) They are both 
armed one with a, a weirdly familiar looking like a world war ii rifle that gives you a slight twinge ellie uh you remember seeing a flight case that was supposed to be full of these and the other one has like a big futuristic uh pulse kind of weapon and they turn around and the symbol on the one of them's face changes to a, just a big exclamation mark <laughs> as i pull the trigger <laughs> yeah so both of you are shooting trampling generally yeah. Mm. Trying to hurt these people. Yeah. Ellie, roll wild. Oh. Alex, roll body. Body, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll do Ellie first. Eight. You shoot at them, they shoot at you. Yeah. They are taken down, but yeah. you are also injured. I think it's a lot of grazing. Mm-hmm. So um, probably some slightly bloody wounds yeah. on some kind of both shoulders as stuff whizzes past mm-hmm. me. Maybe a very like artistically placed mm-hmm. one on my cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing's actually like penetrating it's just zooming past and i'm picking up uh, and it, it spooks your horse to some extent so it might be harder to control now but okay. it is still going alex that is a fail <laughs> had to happen eventually mate yeah Ouch. the one with the futuristic weapon mm-hmm. levels it and instead of like little pellets of light or bullets mm-hmm. or anything like that it fires like uh, an invisible rippling pulse through the corridor and your shadow horse is just shredded out from underneath you, Ooh. completely <clears throat> loses mm-hmm. any kind of substantial corporeal form, and your momentum carries you sort of boom, 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 boom along yeah. the corridor as Ellie is trampling over the uh, one of them, having shot or lassoed it. <laughs> yeah, um, me combo there. Yep. <laughs> uh, you find yourself, Alex, sort of rolling to a halt at mm-hmm. the feet of the one that just destroyed your steed. But the pulse didn't seem to damage you, but temporarily your shadow pets seem to have dissipated. Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to fire again. So, still body. There's a five. <laughs> I shoot. Oh, God. That's, and with a grenade launcher as well. This is going to go... <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, can I... Let me know when I can jump in and help. Yeah, if... How would you help? Lasso Alex's ankle. Lovely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> You're probably going to get a sore ankle, but... Yeah. I could see... Actually, maybe ar- I'll give a hand. <laughs> okay. I could see an argument for this being wild or sly. I'm going to go sly, because yeah. I need to do it, mm-hmm. like, on the down low, so that yeah. this other guy doesn't see me doing it. Yeah. So I'm going to be... Yeah, well, let's see how it goes. <laughs> Go for it, roll slide. Yeah. Ten, a ten plus three, thirteen. <laughs> okay, yes. so that was a help. So that bumps Alex to a mixed success, which means, again, mm-hmm. you sort of exchange fire. Yeah. Uh, so he's hurt, you're hurt, but also Ellie gets you out of the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you would have been probably taken out. Yeah. Uh, if not for Ellie's quick lasso action. Um, so he is changing the settings on his... Uh, <laughs> From ouchie yeah. to deadsy. Yes. <laughs> um, and levels it at you and manages to get a shot off. Mm-hmm. But because uh, Ellie drags you out of the way, you're only grazed by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sort of injury do you think you take? Where do you think it grazes um, you? I'm going to guess it's probably just across my side. Mm-hmm. As I've been like pulled down, it mm-hmm. kind of like drags across there. So it's just a glancing shot across yeah. my side. Yeah. Still hurts. Yeah. I'm still not happy about mm-hmm. it. I take them out in return by... Well, um, I probably... Yeah, this is the thing. If it's a grenade launcher, I could be bloody careful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably aim up hit it, it hits some ceiling and it falls down onto him um, nice. sort of like uh, taking him out mm. nice sort of crushing him under a girder or something <laughs> okay 
Ellie, you still have a horse. There are more horses following mm-hmm. along the corridor. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you are lassoed. Back to the brig. Josh is being menaced. Dave is just outside the door of the cell. <laughs> I, do I see Dave through the aforementioned I safety think you, I think you slot. can catch a glimpse, yeah. Okay, I catch him by the eye in the hopes that Lulu won't <laughs> notice that I've spied him. And I kind she, of... She's intent. Her eyes are locked on you. and okay. she like Her eyes are clearly... Mm-hmm. That's how she's targeting this yeah. thing that's trying to stick in your neck. Fine. So I'm going to stick my hands up in a sort of defensive measure, hopefully, and also a way to deflect her attention just while I look, lock <laughs> eyes with Dave looking through the hatch. Mm. And I sort of give him a real intense, like, help me sort mm-hmm. of stare with my eyes. Um, I think that starts to trigger a, a tingly tummy <laughs> feeling from being in high school together. And I'm going to see if I can make my heist character come out. Okay. Successfully. Right. Give us a roll okay. for. So that one has plus one for me. Cool. Uh, That is an 11. Okay, you can load that alongside. (laughs) Yes. So you're now both Space Dave and Heist Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your mind is expanding. Uh, And uh, what sort of useful, uh, advantageous thing or person? I mean, I haven't tested yet. I'm going to try and open the door first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably a, a good first step. Uh, it is locked. Okay. She's locked it behind her. Um, I had an ability that was to fonds things. Yeah. I wonder if I can try and just punch the door. You can definitely do that, but you hand. can also, as you load this in, you can bring a, a person or an object or a, a oh, some yeah, sort of situation. Oh, yeah, I got a good roll, didn't I? Something that well. would help us. Yeah. I mean... A useful thing would be to have a device that opens a door. Yeah. But I've already got a gadget, so that could be that. Um, so what I might bring is the motorbike and sidecar. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> our escape vehicle. <laughs> yes, mate. 100%. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Nobody's there to, nobody can quite, quite see it. Josh, you can see something happening outside the door. Uh, but <laughs> reality ripples throughout the brig mm-hmm. as Dave, you, you change... You are now some sort of hybrid of uh, brown-clad space pilot Dave and one of your heist aliases. <laughs> I whisper under my bed, Chad. <laughs> yeah, I've got a really deep V on my vest. <laughs> look, at that, oh, yeah. look at that plunge. <laughs> oh, you can and, nearly see my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> and also in this brig, uh, in this vestibule of the brig uh, between all of the cell doors, there is now a motorcycle and sidecar <laughs> with a ladder attached. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so first I'm going to try and fonz the door because I'd like to fonz it before using my gadget because I want that to work. Okay, roll plus cool. Plus cool. Here we go. this is where you basically just wallop the door. Yeah, I just hit it with the side of my fist and it should spring open. (laughs) That is not going to happen, but it is a seven. Seven? Yeah, so it happens. Yay! Uh, but, I mean, there is a very dangerous person in there. Mm. Yeah, there's your consequence. Yeah. (laughs) Dave, you hit the door with the side of your fist. It just springs open, and the insectile robotic form of Lulu Bagoo spins. Her attention is taken off Josh momentarily, mm-hmm. and you see a predatory grin come over her face, uh, and the scorpion tail splits oh. in two, and both points, both uh, ends of this scorpion tendril, are now trying to target the two of you. Okay. Could I hold my hands up? Yeah. And I say, Lulu, baby, this isn't you. I know this isn't you. We've gone through a lot. You're just a sweet showgirl from the rough part of town. And I was just a guy that came into your life. 
to take you through the roughest time. Let's my bomb! I'd like to throw a smoke bomb on the floor. Uh, and I would like to uh, slip past an attempt to rugby tackle Dave out the door through the other side. Okay. <laughs> Roll, I think this is probably Wiles. Yeah, that would be nice. Roll Wiles, nice Wiles. Yeah. Ooh. Six, eight total. Ooh. Okay. How about mm-hmm. uh, smoke bomb goes off? Mm-hmm. Uh, she stabs wildly with the tail, mm-hmm. and the device she was trying to attach to you does attach, but mm-hmm. not where she wanted it. Okay. So it's attached to, like, your thigh. Okay. Mm. Like, like a you... weird garter. Like a... <laughs> no, it's like a, a little... wedding band. <laughs> it's like a coin-sized, coin-shaped kind okay. of thing that is now clamped metallically onto your thigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and you manage to roll through the smoke yeah. and get Dave out of harm's way. Can so... I close the door behind me at the same yes, time? I don't see why not. <laughs> Chad! <laughs> and I think we're going to bump chest in an yeah. overly machismo type of way. And I've remembered what my gadget is. It's a boombox. So I'm going to start playing The Boys Are Back in Town on my boombox. Yeah! <laughs> And we dance, and we dance. <laughs> and you brought the motorbike as well! <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool! Oh my god. What's this on my leg? <laughs> Don't worry about that, let's drive. <laughs> Jump on the motorbike. <laughs> or, or, do you, or do you want to drive? No, let's no, try. I go in the sidecar. <laughs> Put your goggles on, bro. <laughs> as you question what this thing on your leg is, you can see that silvery filaments are beginning to spread out from it across uh, your leg. Uh, maybe we should check Don't that out. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and you get the impression that if this had been put on your brainstem, it would be a real problem. Mm. But now it's not going to be a real problem yet. Okay, can I try and pick at it? Is it kind of like a tick? Is it sort of embedded in it, me? It's, it's clamped on. You can, It hurt when it went on. You can feel that it got hooks into you, but you can definitely try and tear it off. Uh, mm, well, I'm seeing the, the silvery tendrils starting to spread across my leg, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah. My upper thigh. Yeah, I really don't want that on me, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try and pull it off as best I can do. All right. Uh, and I'm... Because <laughs> I've never used it before, and this is not what it's used for, but I'm take the grapple of my grappling gun <laughs> oh, and sort of stick it into my leg and use it as like a little anchor to try and wrench oh, it off. Okay, roll plus muscle and... Give yourself okay. a plus one extra for the grapple okay. gun. So I'm rolling plus two for muscle and plus one for the gun. Uh, that is a, an eight, nine, ten, eleven total. It hurts, but it comes away and the filaments withdraw from your leg as it comes away and withdraw into it. Mm. And you can see that it's got little like wiggling electronic legs on it, mm. uh, but it is off you and it is out of you. I look at it and I look at Dave. Do, do, do we want to keep this? Uh, nope. To study? Throw it away. <laughs> Very good. Throw it over my shoulder. <laughs> Pull away. Oh, shouldn't we check these other cells? We are here looking for people. Breaks <laughs> on. Breaks on. <laughs> Ellie and Alex, in, in what configuration do you arrive at the brig? Is Alex still being dragged by last No, week? he's on the well, back of my horse. <laughs> no, I was thinking that you haven't let go, so I am being dragged, but I use some some small element of a shadow around me to create a small shadow pony to trot behind you. <laughs> or a shadow skateboard. Yeah. Or something, yeah. something small. Like a <laughs> And it's, this is nice because it's just like the time that you dragged somebody behind your horse oh, by the lasso and they nice. died. Yeah. <laughs> but this time you're doing it to a friend and he likes it. Yes, he likes <laughs> it. Redemption comes at last. <laughs> nah, it's not as fun. Uh, so, Dave and Josh, as you're discussing this and as you're revving the motorcycle mm. and as you're working out what to do, you hear the thunder of hooves. 
coming towards you through the build, through the superstructure of the aircraft. Uh, I don't like that at all. No, I don't like horses. Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> we are but two simple men, Max Wiles and Chad Manlison. We mean you no harm. It's us, you morons. Oh, very good. <clears throat> I brought all my horse friends. A stampede following us. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I think that we should find some people very quickly and then get out of here. Yeah, check the doors, check the doors. Sure. <gasps> we all go to a separate door, I guess. Mm. Yeah, one door each. You all look through the small window slots in the cell doors, and in inside, inside each cell, you see a pod, a metallic device, almost it's sort of coffin-shaped with part of the lid transparent, and you can see that inside uh, there are webs of frost across the inside of the transparent part of the lids, and you can just make out that there are prone figures inside these pods, one in each cell. The frost is too thick to be able to see who is who, Mm -hmm. but based on what Ellie saw on the schematics, uh, you have a pretty good guess that these are the four people you're here to rescue. Hooray. 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 Doors open, let's load them up on some horses and let's get out. I'm really good at opening doors. If you need me to open a door, I yeah, can do it. Go on then. Or should we just shoot them open? <laughs> I'm just, just going to test if the doors open first before yeah. that happens. <laughs> uh, no, they're all locked. Um, as, you're, as you're testing them, you can hear boots on the gantries outside, uh, and you get the impression that uh, all remaining forces on this aircraft are massing mm. at the two opposite end entrances to the brig mm. uh, ready to attack. Can we send two mini stampedes either way just mm-hmm. to yeah, sure. off for a bit? Mm, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to whistle real good. I'll probably realistically use my lasso and like whip a couple horses one way and a couple that way and then they'll just enough to get them going yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel like this is a wild thing corralling horses so if, you, if you fail this they will tell you, tear you to pieces well, <laughs> yeah. okay fine oh good sure so that's a good old three <laughs> plus whatever no no that's nothing no, oh dear uh, as you're attempting to command the horses to go run they seem sluggish and lethargic oh, uh, mm-hmm. and you realise that there is a, around some of the ceiling vents, there is a slight ripple of oh, no. something coming through. Uh, and you hear oh. uh, from every speaker in the aircraft all the very. It's weird. Those of you who remember space are used to this voice sounding very sort of in control. It sounds a bit weird coming through these tinny, like World War II style uh, mm. tannoy speakers. Mm. But it says. Attack me and my creations with puny organic beings. Organics are so vulnerable to simple chemical compounds. Sleep now. Sleep and become part of my force. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. Who was that, guys? Oh, that's uh, my good friend Sim, I think. We Sim. like Sim. Yeah, oh, he's great. He's just been chasing me and everyone and everyone forever. Was, was he the duck boat hijacker? Yes. Same person. Yeah, it's like a, an all-powerful uh, AI thing. Uh, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. Um, Chad, as long as you're happy, then I'm We've just got to run away. Welcome one and all, you're listening to Merely Roleplayers. I'm Matt Boothman, your compare for this production of Deja Vu Act 4. 
While the players hold this tableau, let's take a look at the programme. The seasons have changed while we've been on lockdown in more ways than one. I'm having to remind myself which windows to open to get a good through draft in my flat as it starts to heat up, and it feels like since the last time I recorded one of these, we've gone from everything stopping to everything happening, only now online. The National Theatre's production of Jane Eyre, devised by an ensemble directed by Sally Cookson, is free to watch on YouTube until 7pm this Thursday, the 16th of April. I saw it when it was on the stage and loved it. The production really digs deep and stirs all that buried emotion to the surface, the loneliness and the longing, which I feel like might resonate with a lot of us at the moment. I've seen a lot of people making the point that we're all having to relearn to relate to each other like Bronte and Austin characters, standing two metres apart for propriety's sake, so consider it a refresher course, as long as that doesn't lead to anyone's house burning down. You can also watch the Globe Theatre's Hamlet, with Michelle Terry in the title role, until this Sunday, the 19th. And in lieu of the new Philip Ridley play that was supposed to open the other week at the Southwark Playhouse, Ridley's written bespoke monologues for each of the cast, which are coming out one a week on the Tramp Theatre YouTube channel. I'll link to all of these in the episode notes. Blackshaw Theatre Company's archive of audio drama productions, including Some Treachery, A Miss McSkimming Mystery by Richard Stratton, and The Final Adventure of Frankie Fightwell by Chris Buxey, are, as always, available on the Blackshaw Arts Hour podcast feed. And if your tastes run more towards new work, the Ragged Scratch podcast, Natalie Winter's new writing night in podcast form, is running The Isolation Sessions, a series of short monologues produced as remote collaborations, to keep us entertained and to raise money for NHS charities together. Now, that's a lot of recommendations. And it's amazing that theatre is still managing to happen, to bring people together, to keep us entertained, express what we can't and remind us who we are. But at the same time, we are all still adjusting to frightening changes. And in that state, all the options and recommendations and solutions people offer can start to feel overwhelming and pressurising. So I also want to say that I offer these things without obligation. (laughs) All these productions are there for you if you want them, but you're not a less cultured person and you're not doing isolation wrong if you don't do anything with them. Just take care of yourselves, and that means going easy on yourself, as well as washing your hands. Now, while I go call beginners for this next scene, here's another recommendation for you to absolutely take or leave, this time from another of our colleagues in the UK and Ireland tabletop RPG podcasters community. Take your seats, please. It's curtain up in one minute. Welcome to Seasons of Skyrend. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Nate. My name is Shannon. And my name is Chris. Ah, <sighs> Hachimachi, that's not how I thought we were starting things off. <laughs> hey, we're always good for an unexpected decision. To draw your little distinction for you, <laughs> I do want you dead. If we survive this, we will try and find them. Oh god, this is so stupid. Well, everybody fails until they don't. Fair point. My favorite part of this fight is the looting kangaroo on the other side of the room. You are persistent. I like that about you. And I have to admit, you surprised me, which I like even more. Seasons of Skyrend is a custom D&D podcast with new chapters every week. Join us as we fight gods, governments, and disasters of our own making. Look for us wherever podcasts are found and on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, where the story will always continue.
become commanders of my armies. The other I consider disposable. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> shadow, shadow pets are going to come up to block out the create vape like a little um, vacuum sealed uh, tube around us, so we don't have to worry about breathing in noxious, um, sleepy fumes. All right. Okay, roll plus soul, Alex, and defending. So that's plus yes. three. That is eight. Uh, okay, you get what you want. So you manage to block out the gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't manage to make it quite wide enough to um, stop the horses from mm-hmm. succumbing, but you protect the four of you. But you are now, you're kind of stuck in this bubble mm. now. So we've all got to go together. We've got to do one door at a time. Yeah. And we've got to carry four people. I should have brought something bigger than a motorbike through a mission. <laughs> mm. It was it was a cool idea. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and open one of these Should doors? Because I, I I don't want to find out what disposable means to this chump. So let's do it. Okay, um, I'm going to try and open the first door. Are you fonzing it or are you doing some other way? Um, I've forgotten how the lucky break works. I was wondering if it could just be unlocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah. that's how that works. Yeah. Whatever we roll for that, I think that's probably a cool thing, right? Cool. All right. Lucky break. Here we go. That is an eleven. Uh, yeah, that one just happens to they happens to have been left unlocked. Perfect, right? We've got one. Lucky you. In fact, with that, they they all are. They just spring Great. open. <laughs> grab a grab a body. As you are investigating the pods, and as you hear the uh, troops massing uh, on either side of the brig, uh, you s- notice that in the ceiling uh, outside of Alex's bubble, there is a, a glowing point in the metal of the ceiling, uh, like a hot red heated up point. That moves in a circle, creates a red circle in the ceiling, and a circle of the ceiling drops out. Mm-hmm. And there, with a flump and a whoa, ah, uh, Errol falls through the ceiling. <laughs> ah. mm. <laughs> Errol, you made it. <laughs> you caught us up. You, you've done it. You, you got here. You, you found them. Yeah. You've done all right. I knew you would. Yeah. We, we got to technically the point that you wanted us to, which is to find them mm-hmm. and the ship. And, um, and well, over to you now, right? <laughs> what happens next, please? Quickly, <laughs> gas. <laughs> oh well, we've got to, we've got to evict this chump from the systems. Obviously, one sec. And it gets that device off his belt again. Mm, yeah, should be recharged enough. Click! And that bubble bursts around you and just about encompasses the brig and not much else. Okay. So it's got you, it's got Errol, it's mm. got the cells, mm-hmm. and all of everything around you changes from that slightly weathered, rusty, uh, rattling metal World War II sort of aesthetic to a much sleeker, more futuristic mm, uh, kind of okay. ship aesthetic. And instead of this being like like a prison uh, or brig complex, this is now just a, like a, a cabins and like a bunk situation. Your friends are still in uh, sleep pods, but Errol says, oh, Right, yeah, we'll get the, we'll get, they'll, we'll wake them up out of here and they'll be, they'll be right as rain soon enough. Uh, and, but it doesn't look like we can use the ship because this hasn't got enough juice to keep it like this. Uh, have you got any ideas? Have we still got the helicopter? Mm. Well, it's, it's in, in the cargo bay. Right? So it's away from that. I mean, do we bring any parachutes or anything? <laughs> if we want to do a. I've probably got leave. one because I'm wearing the para. Mm, that's true. Uh, in fact, Ellie, your uh, the parachute that you're wearing um, has become a jetpack. Has it? That you're in this bubble. Oh, okay. So between me, okay. So Errol, these standard issue jetpacks that you and I are both wearing. 
Yeah. H- how much load can they carry? Uh, you could probably carry one other person. Oh. That's not going to work then, is it? What? Well, that's, that's, that's hard, that's two of us out, anyway. Could I anyone... we could, or we could relay, we could go to the helicopter, get the helicopter and come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we could cut a hole in the side of the ship, because this is an external wall that we're up against here. Yeah. So we could cut a hole, and um, then some of us could, could use the jetpacks to get to the helicopter. And then I could fly the helicopter back. And then you back. could fly the helicopter mm. back. So, yeah, so take Pilot Dave out there, mm-hmm. yeah. he flies, yeah, and then yeah, we yeah, hop and in over the, the side, easy peasy. I know someone who does have the power of jetpack as well. He's just not with us currently. Do you have a desktop computer, Errol, <laughs> or a laptop of some description with a USB port? Uh, we might be able to find something like that. Maybe, yeah. Um, I think there's a, I think there's like a, a, a like a matter compiler here. But it is can, that going it can to... manufacture lots of stuff. Well, I mean, what's his carry load though? Is that actually going to get us any four pods further than? It's, it's going to be able to carry one more person. So that's so not going to get all not, of us. Not beneficial. If if that's the case, then no. But if you want to not. do it for fun, no. I mean, well, yeah, no, I mean, not, not if it's going to be. If it's not helpful, then no. So we need to figure out a way for. Can the, we jettison these? Mm. Will they survive? <laughs> yeah, do they survive a fall? Can we somehow bundle them together and attach my jetpack and your jetpack and send them on their way? <laughs> Jetpacking yes. off. <laughs> that, that is such a crazy idea, it might just work. Okay, so we strap mm. two pods to each jetpack yeah, yeah, yeah. and throw them out of the side. Yeah. And the jetpack yeah. just, just takes them off in yeah. a random direction. Yep. We, well, we can, we can do a bit of programming and try, try and land them somewhere useful, but yeah. Could we, could we not use one of the yeah or like the parachutes can we like tie two of them together stick one of them in a parachute and we yeah, have, so what, they're we sort of have tandem one, that's well true. the parachute's now a jetpack oh yes, sorry my parachute is <laughs> sorry <laughs> so yeah let's jetpack them there's, off there's another I can hold them together in in a force mm. field mm. and drop them as far as my force field will go and then let them go drop them over water yeah they're unconscious but they're in pods aren't they <laughs> yeah but float hopefully yeah, yeah the, the pods can take quite a bit of they're very cushioned mm. they've got like zero point energy in them so fly I don't know what that is so fly us over the river or over the sea yeah, yeah. and tally ho let's drop them can we are, we are we able to open up the pods at all at this point to we work out or yeah because I just Dave I, Chad I just worry about what might happen to them in the future we've done quite well here but mainly due to our identification marks so, <laughs> uh, so shall I write their names on I all think of just to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no no I've got a better idea um, just write Chris on all of their names because that'll be so much easier okay <laughs> oh, so they, they know the score I briefed them all when I picked them up first it's just that I lost them after so they know what's up they know still what's right on their heads just still, to make they sure still Chad, Chad yeah they all need Chris written on their heads yeah all four of them all four of them all yeah. four of them now have so. Chris written on their heads excellent sorry guys <laughs> So we do do their names, yeah. yeah. And then are we going with the shadow drop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we put I'll the jetpacks on as well, just for safekeeping, just for safety? So strap them onto the jetpacks, jet put them in the shadow. The shadow mm-hmm. goes as far as it can, and then it jetpacks the rest of the way. Yeah, sure, good idea. But we'll be over water anyway, mm-hmm. just in yeah. case. And we'll stay here. We'll fight the baddies. Take the ship back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then we can we can like head on and and like provide support maybe. Yes. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, two pincers. Yeah, that's how yeah. We, that's how we do it. Because otherwise, how are we going to get these? To we need to get them to safety as a priority. Yeah, that's the and first they thing. they're of no help because they haven't I don't know defrosted or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we can't use them for fighting power right now. As he says, pincers. You can hear bang, bang, <laughs> bang from the cell where Lulu Bagoo is. <laughs> Livid. I'll, I'll I'll deal with her. <laughs> I, I can talk her down. I think. Well, and as, as captain of this new ship, as new captain of this ship, we... Um, Why? Well, I'm now captain. <laughs> captain Dave is now captain. Obviously, if there is to be a heroic last stand, we need to go down with the ship as a true captain. 
Yeah, I mean, but but let's let's make that our plan Z, okay? Plan A, heroic last stand. Heroic last stand. All right. So, is anybody all right with like uh, like technology in that and for like connecting up the jetpacks to the pods? I hold my hands up and go, absolutely not. Oh, I- technology <laughs> that rings a bell. <laughs> Putting things together and making making them do a thing. Jury rigging, you say. <laughs> That's ringing some bells. I've got that tingle in my tum. I'm bum, going bum. to try and roll for my parallax character. Okay. <sighs> tower or... Okay, Dave says no tower. <laughs> mm. Mm. So it's six. Mm. <laughs> so you, you get those skills in. Yeah. <laughs> Something you don't want from parallax comes through. What about the, you, you had that big gang that you fought against that he tempest everybody? Oh, the mob. The mob. Were there, oh, yeah. were there any mob leaders that were still yeah. or, or relatives yeah. of them? Like yeah. even because I think we killed them all. But <laughs> surely there were higher ups. That yeah. Were them, you know. Uh, well, they'd be. Orders. They'd have like relatives, wouldn't they? Or something. Yeah. All the the preparations of the troops outside the brig momentarily fall silent. And then the clamour starts up again, and this time it sounds much more, uh, much more like a rabble and much mm. less like sort of a concerted fighting force. And you can hear a few voices raised saying, "We were just taking orders before. We do, we were just taking orders in our cyborg parts, but now, now it's personal." Oh no! Oh dear. This is not good, guys. We need to do this binding thing really, really quickly. So, new yes. Ellie, is it hello? By the way, I'm Josh. You need to bind these things uh, together, these yeah. parts together, and we send them out with the jetpacks. Okay. What can you do quickly? All right, I'm gonna jury rig. <sighs> yes. Okay. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Real good. The bunks that we're mm-hmm. by are all supported by really strong strapping. Mm-hmm. They're like fold up, fold down ones. Mm-hmm. So we can remove all the strapping, Ooh. use that to bond together uh, the two pairs uh, and also to attach the jetpacks. Mm-hmm. And that's it, job done. Beautiful. Nice. Nice work. Uh, yeah, and the, you're very confident that uh, you've got like the jetpacks remotely programmed well enough that they're going to send them somewhere actually useful. Yes, yes. And and also with the confidence of that role, mm-hmm. um, I also find in a drawer um, some mints and I put a little chocolate mint inside each capsule so that when they wake up, they have a nice little hotel star snack. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point where the now space mobsters mm-hmm. <laughs> massing outside the brig uh, make their attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they burst in from both sides of the brig how are you all going to protect Errol while he cuts away the wall? I suppose me and Max, one more ride. <laughs> I start one, one more passing, ride. Passing you weapons, because I've tooled up, so I start passing you all the weapons, all yeah. the guns. We're fine. in a formation, presumably, to, mm-hmm. with our backs to Errol mm-hmm. and blocking mm-hmm. uh, the oncoming I'm going to be in the centre mm-hmm. with shield over us as well, because yeah. that's still active. Mm-hmm. I'm lassoing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we go out on the Should bike and just take out bike as, up many, and down? <laughs> as many people as we can do? They probably yep. can't catch us. I think that's it. We jump in, helmets on. Goggles up. <laughs> Goggles up. <laughs> I got a one-handed submachine gun in one hand, and my other hand is on the, uh, the accelerator. Mm-hmm. Ready to I've go. Got chat. A ladder in one hand <laughs> to just go. And we give a little cool salute to the three of them, and I guess we go. Alex, first, can you roll soul, please? You get shadow pets, and you are protecting someone. So that's plus three. 
That is a 10. So you can protect the area that you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Josh and David yeah. go riding around mm-hmm. the, around the <laughs> gantry ways, then there's not much you can do for them. Nope. They've made the decision. <laughs> but you, Errol, and Ellie are all protected by this black glowing dome. And Tilly. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely turns out that some of the types of aliens that these are are scared of cats. Excellent. Yes. Ellie. Yeah, I've realised uh, I'm Parallax. I'm not Lasso. So <laughs> I'm, I don't want to shoot anything. <laughs> yeah, you got a bad track record of that. I do. I do. <laughs> you can switch. You can do something different. Um, Maybe I can be in more of a like intelligence role because mm-hmm. I've got good alien knowledge. So I can be shouting out like how to best attack oh, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. things that are attacking mm-hmm. us. Okay, so you're calling shots for yeah. team motorbike and sidecar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that's alien or calculating... Alien is more if you're doing weird things. Right. So I think this is more calculating. Okay. Yes. Good in. Eight, nine, ten. Give us some examples of some of the things that you suggest. <laughs> Hit that one. Hit that one. Uh, that particular species have weak knees. Go for the knees. That particular species do not like human saliva. Lick them. Lick them at all costs. <laughs> 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 Some of them you just need to shoot. <laughs> uh, and Josh, mm-hmm. can you roll muscle? Dave, can you roll either muscle or volatile? All over your attack. Do I get anything for my driving skills? Yes. So, absolutely. Add another one. one. <laughs> uh, seven total. Oh, okay. okay. Eight total. Okay. No, nine total. Nine total. Nice. Okay, mixed successes both. You two are going to manage to do what you want to do, which yeah. is carve enough of a swathe to buy enough time to get the pods away mm-hmm. and also sort of carve enough of a path that you have a good chance of taking back the ship. Mm-hmm. But what's the cost? I've got an idea. Yeah. I think Lulu gets out. Yeah. And Dave, have you got any thoughts? I don't want to lose my other arms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, sp- I, I must get injured, I suppose, doing this. Maybe I fall out of the car. <laughs> not the spaceship. No, I realise not the spaceship. Fall out of the motorbike, the sidecar, mm-hmm. leaving you alone with Lulu. <laughs> I've got my own Lulu. The side- motorbike and sidecar ride out. Mm-hmm. Ellie calling shots, mm-hmm. swinging with the ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Errol is painstakingly going round this circle of metal he's trying to carve out, mm-hmm. uh, carving away part of the fuselage. As you are... Uh, listening to Ellie's instructions and doing a great job of taking out this guy and then that guy, you see out of the corner of your eye one of the goons that you've neglected opening the door to the cell (laughs) Mm -hmm. and out barrels Lulu this storm of pincers and uh, tail Mm. and whirring blades, Mm -hmm. hate in her eyes. I don't know if engineering-wise this is possible, but sod it, this is a game. Uh, I'm going to take the pin that connects the motorbike and the sidecar, (laughs) and I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, goodbye, old friend, it's been one hell of a ride. (laughs) And I pull the pin and let him (laughs) out to one side, and I drive towards Lulu. Uh, so Dave, <laughs> with no propulsion, just slowly slow down. And you are surrounded by goons with guns. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is this where we leave you? Are you taken? Yeah, I think that's where I have to yeah. be left. So Dave is taken by the forces of Sim and the 
Torvidian Mafia. <laughs> Josh. Yeah, I mean, I'm disposable, apparently. Uh, so, I, so I rev in my motorbike towards mm-hmm. Lulu. Locking eyes, Western style, even though this, you're not in a Western Her currently. Name was Lulu. <laughs> she was a showgirl. I humped myself, uh, and I'm just going to rev, go as fast as I can yeah. to meet her head on. Uh, and just before we hit, I'm going to pull out a gun, and I'm going to shoot the gas tank on the bike. <laughs> Just at the moment of impact, there's a fireball. So Ellie and Alex, you hear the crump as the gas tank of the motorbike goes up. The ship that you're in, ship slash flying fortress, starts to yaw and you can feel gravity go slightly weird as its trajectory goes off, as a big hole has been blown in the side of it. (laughs) Just as Errol completes the circle... No, so yeah. separate a separate bubble starts to form around the the two pairs as they get moved through the hole and slowly lowered down the side. So basically, I'm just yeah. descending it as for as long as I possible mm-hmm. uh, as I possibly can, and then I, I start feeling it, the connection basically failing. I can feel it weakening, weakening, and at the point where it is its, its weakest, I say. Now, did you just program them, or have you got a control that you can press? Errol's got a thing on his watch thing. Okay, so Errol responds mm-hmm. to Alex. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> and taps the control on his uh, wrist, and for once, Errol does it right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Errol, the Lord. Yeah, and you can see a, a, a faint glow from below as the uh, as the jets light up and the pods are away. You've heard an explosion, and mm. you've heard gunfire and violence. You're not sure what's happened to Dave or Josh. Well, unless I see a body, they're not dead. Mm-hmm. So True story. My assumption is they're not dead. Are we surrounded by Mafia still? Uh, they Their ranks have been severely depleted. Yeah. Not all of them are, like, dead, but loads of them are kind of on the floor, writhing, because they've been hit in the pain points you've been calling out. By a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just twatted in the face with a large bit of wood, you know, the usual. So you have a path. It's not going to be danger-free, it's not going to be easy, but there is a path uh, yeah. to the cockpit, to the mainframe, mm-hmm. to do what you need to do. Errol says, what we're we doing now... We head to the cockpit, right? You, you're still with me, yeah? Yeah, obviously. Ellie? Come on, Errol, we've got this. That'll do for me. Whee! been listening to merely role players in this season you'll hear ellie pitkin alex pankhurst josh yard and dave chris starkey chris buxy and chris helen stratton ellen gould natalie winter and strat all playing various versions of themselves along with special guest appearances by ellie pitkin as Nia and the space jam continuum podcasts chris mclennan as candace i'm matt and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. 
You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.com. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode. 